This show is brought to you by the fuck that Father Teresa does not give. We do our best to engage with these topics in a manner that is sensitive and considerate to you, our listeners, and your lived experiences. However, we understand that some of these subjects can pack a punch. So we strongly support whatever you need to do to take care of yourself as an audience member. Whether that be pouring yourself a glass of wine before pressing play, listening to our show with a warm, furry animal in your lap, or even turning off today's show and doing whatever brings you peace and joy and intellectual detox before tuning in next week. We welcome all feedback and comments related to our show, including requests for future topics you would like to hear us cover or suggestions for ways we can improve our handling of emotionally and psychologically heavy material. You are listening to Father Teresa's Wine Cellar. <laughs> yes. You're on this couch you're sitting on. Uh-huh. This show. The shoes you got on your feet. It's brought to you. Uh-huh. This building. By the fuck. This school. This country. <laughs> you. That Father Teresa does not give. Indeed. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, so... I can go ahead and bring that to a a closing stop. All right, there's my decibels there. Mm-hmm. All right, it is uh, WineCellarMedia.com. Yep. Uh, William J. Jackson here, uh, Phoenix Kalita. Uh You can follow on the Twitter at Uppity Negress, two P's, two T's, two S's, at Uppity Negress on the Twitter. True. And um, not particularly active. Well, you know what? I actually do... Um, post more tweets i t- i take the tweets and then i um screenshot them and put them on social meet um on the facebooks and that's um at william j jack you can also find that uh what on the facebook we have the page uh, social dissonance a critical analysis of justice we have opened up another rss feed for that and um i figure since for the wine cellar this will be episode 992 I'll make like 1000 like a double episode of wine cellar and like oh the first social dissonance. Okay. Different tone. Not all this fucking ranting shit. We say right? that now, but yeah. social distance is going to be more NPR in tone. I have de- <laughs> libertine in nature. Yeah, um, yeah it's going to be a uh, yeah. Um, PBS. Yeah. I I don't know. We always say that we're going to be serious and then, you know, Get pissed off. We start reading the news, and it's like, man, fuck this shit. That's why it'd be better to do topics than the news. Yeah. Yeah. Like, just the news, especially stories that we pick, stories I pick. Jesus fucking Christ. Senate was consistent with his efforts to address the crisis. Sanders accused the reporter of standing standing too close to him and said, quote, stay away from me. There's a CDC requirement. Please follow it. And apparently that makes Bernie an asshole who is unfit for the presidency because he wants to respect the CDC guidelines. And said, please follow it. Yes. What kind of fucking asshole says, please follow it? The Brooklyn kind. A Jewish carpenter, that's who. <laughs> Told you I'm not going to stop harping on that. And yeah, folks, we came up 30 minutes late on the live. The internet, like, we had to get the Comcast to, like, send a reset signal to the box 
so that the internet would work right. And all sorts of shit came back up after that. It was like, oh, Jesus, like, these aren't even my fucking Wi-Fi connections. Who are these? Yeah, so, I don't know, like, a fucking cloud of failure was just over the house as far as internet. <laughs> so, uh, there's Pamaloco, who, yep, posted 36 minutes ago, like, where the fuck y'all niggas at? <laughs> uh, John Dodge said, if the baby isn't fussy, I'll tune in. Elise Loco said, um, I'd like to listen, but I'm in the UK. What time are we over there now? Facebook is saying an hour. Uh, over here, uh, I'm gonna leave a comment, 7.53, right now. <laughs> and below that, well, this is why we have trigger warnings, um, Texas cop convicted of rape, 10 years probation. Of course. Alright, so this is a, um, an update we missed from about a month ago, um, because we already we hit the stories where they get arrested for it but then you got to catch the convictions right so texas cop now former texas cop uh convicted of raping a woman he encountered during a domestic violence call has dodged jail time in this case and will instead serve 10 years in prison his name is william ali alexander Uh, probation Probation, Jesus Christ! Yeah, you said in prison. <laughs> he's I'm not going there. Watching those fucking bad girls DVDs. Um, he's a former officer in El Paso, and convicted of sexual assault on Thursday by a jury of eight men and four women. Excuse me. The disgraced law enforcement officer got a ten-year suspended prison sentence uh, Friday, meaning he'll spend a decade on probation. And after that decade, he can move to a legal reefer state and chief the reef and get hired to another set of police. Well, he can go work in Alaska. All right, because I think we covered it on here. I know I had it on um, Reading in the Shade, but there's an entire police department in Alaska where every cop on the force has been uh, convicted of domestic violence. Oh, there you go. Yeah, he can go work there with them. I'm sure they'll get along. Or the NFL. Whatever you got to do. Whatever. Yeah. You know. Everything is terrible. Or you know what? This happened in Texas. He could have got sentenced to work in a rape crisis center. That I repeat, also happened. That's a real story, folks. Uh, in a, it, they, so um, this is saying that um, in non-capital cases, a defendant in Texas has the right before trial to elect to have a jury rather than a judge decide their sentence. Alexander opted for a jury, according to uh, Claudia Duran, a spokeswoman for the El Paso County District Attorney's Office. Uh Uh-huh. So, you can just, as the accused, you can just be like, you know what? I think I want group justice. Yeah. For me, of course. You know, not singular. You don't want to bet it all on black robe. No, 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 no. You know, I need I need I need a coalition of conservatism. Mm-hmm. Um, and here is a um, quote of the from the victim. They said, um, "I used to be trusting. I thought everyone was nice and would be helpful, but now I know it is not like that." End quote. Yeah. Uh, the woman is now afraid to start her own family and have children. She testified. Uh, Understandable. Further quoting. This is something I will never forget. It was the worst day of my life. Um, and this is a uh, William Alexander the Third. 
Wait, did it say that was his name on the... Uh... Yeah. They didn't have the third on there, see? Well, he is the third because his father testified for him in court. Okay. His dad is the second or junior or whatever. And so and here he goes. Quote, I understand I made a moral mistake. My son is a law enforcement officer. I thank you. And all the men and women of the jury know what happens to law enforcement officers in prison. So he basically said, how dare I get raped for raping? Oh, God. And which is something I, I also disagree with, but fuck you. Because the thing is, if someone gets raped for raping, then that next rapist, do they also need, you know, right. it's the, right. that's a chain reaction. You don't want to fucking But also, up. so what, I shouldn't have to deal with the consequences of my behavior because I'm a cop? Okay. Yeah, there's other people that actually had jobs that matter where I may actually wave not on rape. No. But like, stole a, you know, you stole a pair of shoes. Yeah. But you also fill potholes. You drive a snowplow. I'll let that go. You're essential. Essential. Yeah. All right, I'll get you a whole case of Corona. Double on top. Nah. Fuck them all. <laughs> Double entendre shit. There's uh, Jan Loco. I knew, I, I knew, I remember I posted that we uh, went and voted and voted, I think the same thing as last time to increase funding for the library. That's, yes. Yeah. Yes. And I knew Jan Loco was going to be like, fuck yeah. And that's what they said. That's not what Jan Verbatim. Said. Jan does not talk like that. Verbatim. <laughs> And, uh, and I do have the post in here. I made a Facebook event where you can make posts inside the event. Mm-hmm. So if you're in the Facebook event, you can be like, holy shit, that's their shit. Uh, so coronavirus things. Yeah. Headlines. Thehill.com. House coronavirus bill to cost 2.5 trill. Mm-hmm. Uh, CNN.com. Democrats continue to block Senate action on stimulus bill as tensions run high in Congress. And I think what they're talking about, Chucky Schmucky, he's making it seem like they want more, but I can't really tell. So my understanding is that um, the one Mitch McConnell's pushing right now is more for corporations and the one Democrats want to do is slightly more worker friendly, (laughs) emphasis on slightly. And like, that's kind of what they're debating about right now. Yeah, like because, it, like, I think the GOP one is, like, um, just taking money out of, like, some fucking slush fund. And um, who's the one that Kamala Harris didn't prosecute? Mnuchin. No. Oh, no. Just gets to, like, hand it out to whoever the fuck. Oh, that's all right. Like, that's probably a bad idea. That's what <laughs> Queen Mala bought us. Oh, Jesus. Yes, Queen Mala. Yeah, let's go with that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, also, CNN.com, March uh, 23rd, uh, stocks close in the red despite the federal's rescue efforts. Hmm. That's, that's we And see, lefties, it's kind of tongue-in-cheek, but we do say that these corporations and banksters need to pull themselves up by their bootstraps. They do. Don't help the butterfly out of the cocoon. Yeah. Bloody hell. Indeed. And um, Reason.com, you've probably seen this. Yes, the Earn It Act. The Earn It Act. Do yeah. you, you know what off the top of your head? Um, basically, it's a lot like SESTA-FOSTA. They're doing shit to um, prevent child trafficking, but it's really just a way to um, 
you know, uh, decrease civil liberties, spy on you. And if I'm not mistaken, that's the one that would allow the federal government to look at, like, literally every text message ever (laughs) that, like, you send. It gets to look at everything without a warrant that you do. So, like, text messages, emails, uh, social media posts, stuff like that. And it's the Earn It Act, E-A-R-N-I-T, um, act um, eliminating abusive and rampant neglect of interactive technologies. Earn it. Whatever. You want civil liberties? Earn it. I like how they're doing this though, as they're also proposing a uh, let's look at the results of Sesta Fosta because we heard it was really bad. And it's like, so yeah, well, while you're doing that, waiting for the results on that, why don't you just pass this shit too? Make it even worse. Oh, why don't you earn a look at the results? <laughs> earn earn a look at the results. Earn it. Mm hmm. Fucking sex workers need to earn their rights. Mm. All right? Like, pay pay your dues to the brothel. Earn your rights. These are the facts. And so, will you go in-depth on this on a, ses- on, on a, a uh, swap, swap cast? Yes, yes, I will be doing that. So, Fiance Kalita will do in-depth coverage on the Earn It Act on the swap cast. Yes. Can you get one of the swap homies on there with you? Maybe. The big homie you roll with real tough. Yeah, Maybe. Where you always come in the room and you were just like, you were like, oh, I was just playing Battleship with the homie. I don't play Battleship, what? Yeah. You sunk my Battleship. That's not a <laughs> These thing. are the facts. That's did not you, a thing. Did you have news? Uh, let me see what I have. You know, I have like 85 tabs open right now. Fiends Leader with 85 tabs open. Gotta be news in some of them. In a wee bitty boo of them? Yes. Um... L.A. County has given up testing on coronavirus and tells doctors to skip testing of certain patients. Ah, they can't do that. Uh, what? Yes, Isn't that kind of regular now? Like, that was, we heard that in a few uh, cities. Yeah, which is funny, because I remember when they were trying to pass Obamacare and Sarah Palin was like, death panels! No, the death panels are here, folks. Um, PG&E, <laughs> which is Pacific Gas and Electric, is going to plead guilty to 85 felony counts because of its responsibility for the 2008 campfire, a monumental step that will lead to, if the page would not reload while I'm trying to read, that would be amazing, uh, that will lead to, uh, I don't know, okay, well that's good, it oh, just no. reloaded, well let me fuck it, now, so it popped up an ad and I closed the ad and now it's telling me like, oh, you have not paid for your subscription, thank you, San Francisco Chronicle, anyways, <laughs> uh, so PG&E was... One of the companies that was responsible for just, like, shitty practices that led to um, a bunch of the California wildfires. And then they're also the ones where um, they were, like, cutting off electricity to prevent fires. And then, like, people were dying who were on, like, um, ventilators and, you know, using oxygen tanks and shit. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's going on. Uh, This is their second criminal conviction in less than five years. Yet somehow they're allowed to just continue on being a business. Yeah, I um I listen to Peter B. Collins fairly regularly since like 2012. I think I started playing Peter B. Mm-hmm. And uh, that motherfucker hates P and P and he can't yeah. stand Pacific Gas and Electric. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he can't stand those motherfuckers. He always refers to them as a rogue company, and uh, like I think he makes calls for like the government to take them over, like just dissolve them as a company and yeah. just let the government take them over. They're just too fucked. I've heard that. Yeah. Um, in Detroit, 19-year-old Devin Robinson has been convicted of gunning down two, two gay men and a transgender woman who were targeted because of their sexual and gender orientation at a house party last year. Gee, oh, so he finally got convicted now. Yes. 
Well, they just had him in jail waiting on a trial. Probably so. Uh-huh. And now got the motherfucker. Yeah, so he killed 21-year-old Alonte Davis and two 20-year-olds, Timothy Blanchard and Paris Cameron. Hmm. Uh, he will be sentenced April 13th. All right, well, let's um, take a look over here. Um, your main man, Rand Paul. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, coronavirus has been exposed to Rand Paul. As of, well, I think Louis Gomer was exposed, but I don't know if diagnosed. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I noticed that somebody that Hillary Clinton was recently all hugged up on and playing like some game where they put their faces on something, that person tested positive. Nice, nice. So, you know, maybe we can get the Clint dog. I would uh, love to see it. Um, so, Kentucky Republican that got his ass whooped by his neighbor, Rand Paul, mm-hmm. is the first U.S. senator to test positive for the coronavirus, um, throwing an even greater sense of urgency into the Senate negotiations over a massive stimulus package that had yet to come together Sunday afternoon. Yeah, I, I could use a check. Mm-mm. We got a car note, goddammit. We do. Every time I think about it, we're like, fuck, we got a car note. That's a wild ass bill. It's a little much. Carno, Jesus Christ. That's like getting extra groceries every month. <laughs> but That's like the Carno is like almost three weeks worth of groceries. Like actually. Just packed in. Yeah. Fuck. Um so the GOP uh, senators told CNN that. Paul was in the gym with colleagues Sunday morning, and several pointed out how close Paul had sat to others during Senate lunches <laughs> in recent days. Senator Jerry Moran, fuck that M O R A N, I'm not even farting around, of Kansas said the said he saw Paul in the Senate swimming pool on Sunday. <laughs> Too much freedom. I hope he got everybody sick. Oh, no. Um, it continues on saying, this is a different ball game now. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, and that's from um, the Senate Majority Whip, John Thune of South Dakota. Uh, they said that on the Senate floor. Uh, they continue on saying, uh, we'll consult with the attending physician here at the Capitol about appropriate measures for those of us who have been in contact with the senator. But this is the kind of situation that Americans across the country are dealing with right now. And it underscores the importance of acting immediately to deliver more relief for the American people. Mm. Yep. It'd be funny if he got it from Gomert. <clears throat> like, that would just be hilarious to me. Like, that's the real explosions on your asparagus, excuse me. Uh, let's see, uh, Bishop Willard Mittens Romney, uh, senator out of Utah, uh, a Mormon on mm-hmm. purpose, mm-hmm. Uh, said, um, quote, All the senators are going to seek medical advice as to what action we should take to make sure that we don't in any way spread the virus ourselves, Buster. We have... <laughs> how the mitt talks you can't do that you can't do that we had a lunch together with rand and i hope he's doing very well but we have to determine whether any of us should self-quarantine as a result of being in the same room mister (laughs) what you can't say that well he is a dorky ass cub scouts dad and you know it 
what the fuck was that? Like one picture of him wearing like dad jeans and putting like ten cases of like caffeine free diet coke in his car. Or something. Oh my god! No, <laughs> if I remember right, it was yeah, caffeine free and diet. Yeah, like, like you the, said, yeah, the gold can one. The Dude, gold. that is. Why you're not even in, you're not enjoying anything? I tried one of those. So I remember when I was in uh, my biological foster father's custody, we'd go to the food banks a lot, and you just take what the fuck they get. I remember once for like two months, like a regular meal in our household was straight up Christmas themed Lucky Charms. It was like summer, and uh, yes, and ice cream cake. They just had a bunch ice of fucking cream. ice cream. They had like a couple freezers full of ice cream cakes. All right. That's just what the fuck got donated. That's what the fuck they had. Yes. And gum. It's a food bank, but they always have plenty of gum as well. It's like, yeah, I'll just get a couple. And like the fucking big motherfuckers yes. that you might pass they out have, to trick or treaters. Yeah, they have those at our food pantry too. Oh my God. this with gum at food pantries, but yeah. The main things that I really wanted and thought I probably should really get is uh, canned pears and uh, cans of beans and chili. Yeah. I always looked for those, beans and chili and canned pears. I was always going into the like the freezer with all the meats and the proteins to see what they have because just because the demographics, a lot of the people who went to the food pantry were uh, not native English speakers. Yeah. And a lot of people who worked there were not Spanish speakers. So if it was like a food product that the folks did not, like they didn't know what it was just by looking at it, like no one would take it up. Like, oh, I'll just take them all. Because of course I could, you know. Wait, how old were you at this time? Oh, this is actually when I was an adult. Oh, our lives, like we traded places so many fucking (laughs) times. I swear to fuck, like, because Phoenix, you're two years older than me. And like our childhoods, like, I'm just class privileged, balling it out with my mother, new <laughs> yes. Nintendos, yes. Segas, pet gerbils, hamsters, cats, mm-hmm. right? Lawn all nice. Mm-hmm. She got the Toyota Corolla toward the end of it all. Yes. And then I'm in my biological father's custody. <laughs> but then that's also when the folks you're in custody of gets yes. the big promotion with the fire department. Right. And our lives switch. We're like, Whoop. Yes. And then we go into adulthood. And it's not like I'm balling. But you gotta realize, single male in the city with no kids, the older you get, the more <laughs> balling you are. Because you keep getting raises. Right. You keep right. making more money different ways, but yeah. you don't have kids. Right. Right. And then we merged. hmm And we found an unhappy medium <laughs> where we're just like, oh, there's a dollar. There's a dollar. There's a dollar. <laughs> Which is reaching for him. Oh, actually, when I was little, it wasn't, um... Well, when I went into foster care, they did refuse to take food stamps, because that's just something Negroes do. Um, it's better to let your kids go hungry than to use food stamps. But then, like, in my biological parents' care, they had, like, um... Like, food stamps and stuff, and, like, the WIC. But, of course, because WIC is so restrictive, you only get certain things, so it was, like, instant mashed potatoes all the time. Oh, man. <laughs> It's all about the instant mashed potatoes. I think we actually had, like, military grade of those. Like, carn and, like, they actually were in, like, these dark green bags. Yeah. With, like, a fucking very angry print. Like, you could tell, like, it was printed with a fucking attitude. Like, god damn it, when are we not at war? (laughs) I mean. And this was pre-9-11, father muckers. So, yeah, it was was, was mashed potatoes. Yes. Yes. Rand Paul. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, they continue. And we're going to do a, what did you say at the beginning? We're going to do social distance and it's going to be non-ranty, huh? Yep, rant, yeah, social distance is going to be chill. 
It's gonna be chill. We're literally. I think we should actually just chief while we do it. Oh God. Okay. Yeah, but you can't drink though. Yeah. Because when you drink, then that's when you be like, "Yo, fuck all these niggas." Yeah, like. <laughs> I've had to edit some episodes in the past. <laughs> like, oh, you know what? That whole last ten minutes, we didn't need that. Get rid of that. Get rid of that. I'll just, I'll just type up something about that story. <laughs> I don't know what the. I don't even know what she was talking about toward the end there. She was talking about. Oh, and um, extra fun fact: as we just tangent our asses off, a um, a, a cis woman at my job was. Was given recommendations for like clothes for you, mm-hmm. and she also said if she sees something, she'll just get it, and then I just give her the cash oh, amount. Nice. And uh, but this was the thing I keep in mind: is a cis woman that was telling me about clothes that she'd advise for Phoenix. Yeah, and English is her second language, and she's struggling. All right, okay, but she got this, nailed it, and they have good pockets. Good pockets. Pockets are important. <laughs> Pockets such a big deal. Like if you are a man or someone that always wore masculine clothing, mm-hmm. oh, you don't know the pocket privilege. It's ridiculous. Who was that? Was that fucking Roe? <laughs> One of those um like all oh, these fucking emails. <laughs> um, it was Roe or one of those like femininity teachers. The like was they? Yeah, they were like pockets are a masculine trait. You if you can't be a feminine woman or a housewife if you wear clothes that have pockets. But also, I think part of that, so, like, part of that is, like, interacting with the kids and raising the kids and being the one in closest proximity to the kids. Yeah. Don't you want to have pockets to reach in and hand them some dollars when the ice cream truck comes by? No, that's a man's job. Isn't the man at work? Look. Oh, I'm just wondering. (laughs) Pockets are masculine. So, no ice cream. No, I Even though the masculine man worked hard and earned yes. the money. Yes. But look, kids, you can't have what he earned. No. Well, you can't spoil the kids too much. Then they feel entitled and feel like they're more important than the man. Ah, but one of the kids is a male and is going to be a that man. Is, but is not yet. But when he becomes one, then, after he's been socialized to be less of one. Then he can go with his own family and not let his own kids get ice cream. Because pockets are masculine. God. Yes. Was it boomers that were giving birth to Gen Xers or people yeah. ahead of boomers? Boomers. Whew. Yeah, I'm telling you, if anybody effeminized the males, it was the fathers of sons. You were for pu- fucking punking your son in front of his friends and shit. Want to play fight him, punch him in the chest too hard. You made your son goth. Yeah. That was you, Dad. Yeah. I'll tell you, I'd be looking at motherfuckers that had fathers and be like, yo, y'all was getting fucked up, man. <laughs> And I can feel it sometimes, like, in some of my coworkers, like, oh, your dad <coughs> punched you in the fucking face. Oh, yeah. You had an abuser, not, like, because, like, uh, it'll be, like, one of these older guys, you know, like, mm-hmm. close to 50, you mm-hmm. know, mid-40s, sometimes early 50s. And, like, I might make a mistake, and they'll just tense up and just look really angry. <laughs> oh, no. Because they just, they don't know how to, and I'm like, damn, so what the fuck was your father doing when you made a mistake? Ugh. You know, I remember I had a kid, uh, I had a kid. No, I knew a kid growing up when I was also a kid. Mm-hmm. And um, 
Yeah, his fucking parents were like that. Like, they bust that ass over a mistake. Even, like, over, like, a social faux pas, I think oh, they might really? call it. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, where it's like, um, he might be inadvertently rude, but, mm-hmm. you know, he's, like, eight, so he's growing up in learning manners. Right. You might not need to beat the shit out of him out of that, because, like, I think I was a guest at the house one time, mm-hmm. and we're, like, playing, like, fucking G.I. Joes in the room and shit. Mm-hmm. And then some other kids came by, and, and he and he was like, well, hell, you guys all want to go play football? We got enough people for teams. Parents beat the shit out of him and said, what? you have a guest over right now. Oh, my God. But it's like, I am also a big-headed ass boy <laughs> that would like to play football. Yikes. They're like, yeah. Yikes. Fucking abusive-ass parents. But yeah, Rand Paul. Yeah. I think that's what this was. NPR, you say. This is the wine cellar. <laughs> This is not social dissonance. And which, yeah. every time I hear someone say social distancing, I'm like, are they shouting? No, they're saying the no. other thing. Okay. They're not okay. talking yes. about my, my neat little page. <laughs> and so, uh, continuing on with uh, Rand Paul having coronavirus coming off of uh, WineCellarMedia.com. Or, uh, you know, I, it, the, the link will take you to, to the CNN. Mm. But, uh... <clears throat> A, um, his deputy chief of staff, Sergio Gore, um, expanded on the t- on a tweet about it, uh, saying he expects to be back uh, in the Senate after his quarantine period ends and will continue to work for the people of Kentucky at this difficult time. Okay. Ooh, excuse me. And so, um, but there's also a little bit more because I think Rand Paul's son. Right? Didn't Rand Paul's son test a pause? I didn't hear that if it did. Yeah, hold up. More. <laughs> right. I think that's what happened. You can no longer... You can no longer get drugs in prison? Yeah, acquire. Mm-hmm. Um, this means people who overdose will be faced with charges of possession of a controlled substance, which is a level six felony and could result in a jail sentence between six months and two and a half years. So, a lot of people who use drugs, they have a lot of, like, what? Like, unresolved childhood trauma? Maybe. Right? A lot of uh, maybe uh, self-medicating for, like, mental health issues or physical health issues. I'm a boozer. I think it's selfish on my end. I think it's mostly just just like, hey, man, I like the yak. I like the yak. Yeah, I do. So, I like the yak. So they're taking people with problems and putting them in prison instead of rehab or mental health facilities and saying, this is going to solve the problem. So you're taking bad people in a bad situation and putting them in a worse situation. Wait, whoa, whoa, worse. Worse. Wait, what's worse than what? <clears throat> I think prison is worse than not being in prison. Where they have structure. Do they, though? And a dedicated pastor. Mm-hmm. And according to this uh, television show I watched, they get a personal <clears throat> officer, like Jim Bloody Finner. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fox 59 News reports that... I hate Jim Finner, by the way. I can't wait for him to die. I'm just waiting for it. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> the, the, one of the Julies does it. Yes. Uh, after the person is sent to a hospital to treat from to be treated for the overdose, officers will fill out a form to determine if there's probable cause to file charges. The person who has overdosed has given the opportunity to plead guilty. Okay. And if they go that route, the prosecutor's office would agree to offer treatment services through probation. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. I don't believe them. Uh, we're enforcing the laws in the state of Indiana. It's against the law to possess controlled substances. This is the law the legislature passed. People in the community, we do not want anyone else to die. That's why we're punishing them. Okay. Mm-hmm. And in treatment, they treat them with a, a supportive social network. Yeah, I'm sure they don't. They uh, treat them with uh, 
thriving wages and gainful employment. I'm sure they don't. Publicly funded education. Yeah. But they teach him a trade. No. Electrician. No. Plumbing. No. You're telling me not plumbing. Not plumbing. Um, ew, forklift. Forklift, that's no. a good, good skill. No, they're not going to do that. Uh, <laughs> critics of the new course of action are afraid that criminalizing overdoses means more people will die because they are afraid to call 911, which might have actually been the plan the whole fucking time. Uh, they're also worried that this action will saddle people with felony charges for years to come, even if they've gotten sober. Which was probably also part of the fucking plan. Oh, look at that. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, yeah, uh, that's what we're doing. So, uh, Indiana, yeah. Uh, t- <laughs> Who the fuck is Nicholas Terry? Uh, Nicholas Terry is the executive director for the Hall Center of for Law and Health at Indiana University. Uh, Terry says that this type of approach will erode trust between drug users and first responders. Really? Well, yeah. Really? Because you got to consider how much trust is already there. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And it's like, if you start chipping away at that, it's going to go from, like, 100% trust to, like, 998 right, right. And we can't afford to lose that much trust. We can't afford to lose that much trust. Uh, anyway, so the moral of the story is, uh, get some Narcan. Learn how to use it. I think I was hearing about that shit. Like, I was watching something old, and they were like, uh, yeah, we need more Narcan. Like, it was old. It was, like, yeah. in the 90s. Hmm. Yeah, oh, some shit. All right, um, <clears throat> that ought to be the wine cellar. The wine cellar that came on late, yes. uh, my bad about that, or the internet's bad, or Comcast bad, or Corona bad, I don't fucking know. Socialism is good. There, it, well, yeah, considering how many times it has actually been implemented and practiced and allowed to exist for several centuries with zero intervention... right that's the thing people that are pretty sure they hate it yeah it's never happened right they're like oh Venezuela it's like okay I mean where we spent millions of dollars to overthrow their elected president okay or just be like holy you know what (laughs) fuck it fuck it you know what fuck with funk with them for a minute they say oh Venezuela be like Holy shit, I forgot about Venezuela. You remember, what were their socialist policies they had in place that ruined the economy? And they'll be like, oh, the socialist ones. <laughs> the socialist ones. Like that meme from the, uh, what was that, like American Choppers or whatever? Uh, mm. It's the one where it's like the guy yelling at his kid, so it's like the old guy sitting down, and it's like a couple panels. Oh, fuck, that's not a movie? No, that's from a TV show. Oh, well, fuck me, they, like, I don't did, know They like, did motorcycle renovations or made choppers or something Shitting like that. Shitting yeah. me. I just assumed that was like yeah. some Irish gangster movie or something. <laughs> no. Alright, yeah, I thought it was like The Departed yeah. or some shit. You know, it was like that where it's like, uh, stop giving foreign aid if you take care of Americans first. And the one's like, okay, so let's take care of the vets and the homeless people. Like, no, that's socialism. <laughs> I think I put that one on social dissonance. <laughs> okay, well, that's socialism. Yeah, folks, and you see how it is here. Yeah, waiting for the um, the Illinois state tax return so I can replace these glasses where the arm just fell off. Oh, I gotta put more electrical tape on them. Uh, it's fucking, real. Are the fucking eye doctors still open with this coronavirus thing? That's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh Jesus. Because we, yeah, waiting for the Illinois state tax return so that we can both and I'll just pay out of pocket. That's what I've always done. Yeah. Since I was fourteen. Mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> yeah, Phoenix leader get her first glasses. Me. Obviously, I could use another pair. All right. 
And but I'll actually keep these and I'll tape them back together and just keep them for work. Yeah. Yeah, and then just have um glasses for not work. Um, I can't see the finish button on there, so that's on you. Okay. And uh, I will figure out what's going on on the laptop. I'm just going to have to. Oh, my there God. Go. That is the most ghetto shit. There we go. Like that a two-sided is... monocle there. Ghetto <laughs> shit right there. I tell you what. All right. WineCellarMedia.com. You can't say we're faking being blue collar. <laughs> <laughs>